Welcome to Ball Talk Deep, where we talk deep about ball. It's Andrade and Irwin back at it again. Drop a like, drop a sub, drop a comment before we get into it. We post five plus videos a week. And it's game two reaction time. I was actually pretty... I was looking forward to this reaction because on our Hawks Sixers uh, series preview video... Apparently all you motherfuckers are saying Hawks in four. Sweep. <laughs> Trey's the next Michael Jordan. I'm like, yo, what y'all the fuck is wrong with y'all? In. And I'll point out the comments later. When I was a part of why I wanted to do this, another part is that I have this te- theory. This is my, <clears throat> my opinion. And I've had this for a few years now. And I think game two is one of the best, more accurate uh, displays of where series is going to go. Because, and usually, not always, obviously, but usually, yep. from my experience. Because... Game one, I know a lot of people love to, like, oh, whoever takes game one tends to win, whatever. I take it more like sometimes one of the teams isn't prepared or or they're, like, sleeping at the wheel, shit like that. So a lot of times those upsets or even those blowouts from the favorite, they don't tend to happen usually throughout the rest of the series unless you're the Bucks. (laughs) But uh, game two. That's embarrassing. No, because, yeah, and then usually, you know, the team wakes up by game two and then that opposing team wins and just like we saw tonight with the Hawks and Sixers and the series ends up playing differently. So that's another reason why I do more game two reactions, specifically game two reactions, not just for this series, but more series moving forward because obviously if you guys have noticed we don't do a reaction to every single game because there's just not enough time to be honest. All right, but let's get to it, guys. Uh, let's do some a little bit of stats time over here. BTD stats time on here. All right, so the Sixers and Hawks stats are 118 to 102 was the score. Obviously, field goal percentage, Sixers had 52.9%, Hawks 45.8. And from the three, this is where the Hawks really disappointed, 36.7%. Sixers shot a nice 46.2%. Free throws, 83.3 for Atlanta, 63.6% for uh, Philly rebounds 45 for Atlanta 37 for Philly which says a lot because usually when you are winning the rebound game the W tends to lean your way yeah assist 20 for Atlanta 29 for Philly and uh, Atlanta had 18 turnovers while Philadelphia had nine so that's obviously where that helped a lot yeah and largest lead of the game Sixers had 21 <laughs> and the Hawks had one yeah, at least I had one. Yeah, and then <laughs> looking at the player stats. All right, let's just jump around to the stars and the important ones. Capella, negative 25 on the floor with 10 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist. And Trey Young, 21 points, negative 11 on the floor with 11 assists, 3 rebounds. And he shot 1 of 7 from the 3. Keep mm. that in mind. That's where they were hurting. Collins. 8 points, 10 rebounds, 1 assist. He couldn't turn it on either. Negative 9 from the floor. And Bogdanovich, negative 10. 14 points, 7 rebounds. And then let's jump all the way to the Sixers. Because the Sixers won this game. Fun fact, Joel Embiid, first Sixer player since Allen Iverson in the playoffs to score 40-plus points. Nice. Um, I posted this tweet. Like, Embiid said, I'm going to steal some shine on Jokic's MVP night by becoming the first Sixer to score 40-plus points since Iverson. And it was a joke, but it's like one of those jokes, 50% serious, 50% uh, joking, because, like... On the joker. I don't know. Yeah, the timing just worked out, you know? The night Jokic finally gets his MVP, officially wins the MVP, and B decides to go out for 40 points with a plus 14 on the floor, 13 rebounds, two assists, and then everybody else around. Seth Curry, man. Seth Curry. I told y'all don't sleep on Curry. 21 points, plus 13 on the floor. Five for six from the three. 
Harris, 22 points plus 11 on the floor. Five rebounds, I mean, six rebounds, four assists. And low key, the MVP of the game. Obviously, it was Embiid, but low key, no, the MVP of the game. And of the game was Shake and Bake Milton, man. 14 points, plus 15, with three rebounds, one assist. And, yeah, y'all can see everybody else. All right. That's what I want to focus on, man. Shake and Bake Milton was the guy to do it tonight, to help push them, to be the surprise uh, factor in this game and kind of shook things up for the Sixers. And Embiid just went off. And like right. I said, I think we both had the Sixers, right? Yeah, we and had the Sixers. And this my... is why. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's why, but Hawks fans, you guys are going to agree with me on this. The Hawks, you guys did what you guys wanted to do coming into the first two games. You stole a game in Philadelphia, arguably one of the hardest places to steal a road win. Yeah. Because in the past, the Sixers, they've been very, very difficult to beat at home. So, hey, you guys did what you guys wanted to do. You stole a game, and you, you, you got the home court advantage back. Out of the 76ers. I mean, so to an got, extent, but so, I, game one for me was just more like a surprise. I don't think Philly was was ready. Mm-hmm. And this, I think this is the shift in the series and why I had the Sixers. Well, we both had the Sixers, but I had the Sixers in six, maybe seven, because Atlanta is playing pretty good. What yeah, did you have, Sixers in what? I, I believe I had Sixers in six. Um, so, obviously, what we're seeing right here, Embiid looks as good as he possibly can when you have a yeah. partially meniscus And Embiid tear. doesn't need to score 40 points every night. But the reason, the biggest reason I had the Sixers was Embiid, whether he's 100% healthy or not, and as long as the remaining players do their thing, and that's what we got tonight. Mm-hmm. And y'all already saw the supporting cast. And then one person I didn't mention, even Simmons had a plus 10 on the floor. And even though he only had four points, the man brought seven assists and three rebounds. And But that's that's what I realized with Philly. And I think Philly itself is realizing Simmons, probably not a Robin. I think he's more, and I've said this before, more of like a third option, but a great third option who can be a Robin. And by Robin, I mean like another shot creator, another score. You know, oh, wait, what do you say? You think he be, he's a Robin? No man, he's a fucking walking brick. That's what he bro, is. Bro, you're just you just I'm like, you, yo, man. He hate he he's legit a hater. And no, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't a fan of Simmons early on. I just thought he was well, not early on, but after the two after two years he wasn't developing that shot. I was like, guy's mindset isn't there. But that's why I think he's a great third option. His I think I don't it's hard to judge from the outside, but for in layman's terms, I do think he has kind of a fragile mindset in the sense that he doesn't have that that well, clutchness factor. He doesn't have that that Jordan competitive when a well, game needs to be taken over, he doesn't have that. We'll and see, he's man. A great floor general, though. Yeah, you can have the best mindset in the world, man. But look, no, this, mindset this, in the playoffs is right, everything. But it any, really is. Okay, but anyways, man, this is not the Ben Simmons podcast over here. That we could do a Ben Simmons episode uh, later on, man. When it comes to uh, when, when, when <laughs> bro, it, we talked about uh, it for like twenty seconds. <laughs> yeah, nah, for real. Look, the Hawks are in a good position. Uh, let's see what happens because if you not remember Game Two and Round One. It seemed like the next day they turned momentum as well, and when they got back home, this man, man, they wants kicked to bring up. Yeah, but what happened? I told you after the, the obviously, Heat game, but obviously the Sixers game two against Heat and Bucks. That's but, what was gonna happen. But obviously, hey and man, then I think you can agree now. Bucks ain't winning against Nets. It's too early to say, man. A lot of people, oh yeah, a lot of people were riding off the Clippers. This when, man you know, called look. me. This man called me. And, I don't know, I think we were already on the phone. I think I might have called you. <laughs> but we were on the phone, and he was talking that shit. He's like, yeah, man, game two tonight. Watch, 
Bucks are gonna come back. And who 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 was it that you? Po- oh yeah, he was like, yo, you think Blake Griffin's gonna pop off again? Da 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 da. And I'll we'll talk about Griffin more in another podcast. I was hey, like, bro, shut up. Watch. I'll, I'll put the Nets are gonna roll over. And what yeah. did they do? What did they do? You're acting like they won the series already, man. They're only oh up to... Oh, my God. Oh, they won the series. We'll, just like we'll, Sixers just won the series. What? We'll see We'll see what happens. Guys, let us know in the comments what you guys think. Wait, wait let's go over the comments. Let's go over the comments. Oh, oh okay, There's a big yeah. reason I wanted good, to good, talk, good talk thing, about oh, this. Good thing at transition. All right. Crazy folks said, how you like us now? Hashtag Hawks and a couple emojis. Hashtag ATL. Demetrius said, Hawks and Six. We on the ass. We got a Bucks coming here for some reason. Superman Strong Coach. He had a good... Uh, logical comment. comment. Yeah, he went in. And I love... Yo, guys, drop comments like that. We love discussing. I love when you guys actually, like... We actually get to go back and forth and have a rhetoric. And then... I don't know what Puff on the radio was on. Because he's like, more Sixers disrespect. And, like, we both were supporting... I, I didn't understand that No, one. no, no. I know what he meant. Okay. No, it's like the first segment that I said in, in, in that podcast. Let's be real. You guys are playing for the right. Get your asses kicked. I stand by that. <laughs> you guys... Man... Without Embiid, you guys will get killed by the Nets, blowout, four-game sweep, horrible. I'm standing by that. And even if the Bucks manage to pull a miracle on the on their ass, they'll still blow your asses out. Because you guys, yeah, no, I'm standing by that. And if I'm wrong about that... I would love to that, see a Giannis Embiid matchup. That I'll, would be obviously, sick. if I'm wrong by that, you know, I'll stand by it. But yeah, no. And then we got Asaya with Hawks and Six. Drew with Hawks and Six. Jarvis with Hawks and Six and <laughs> Dwight Hunter. I'm just bookmarking this after he said oh, Hawks went in five. One. Hey, we'll we see. got one person who was supporting the Sixers besides the other, a couple other ones, but like I see Sixers and Six without Embiid. Um, I'm glad most of us are agreement with that'll go to six games. Shit, don't be surprised if we get a seventh and we just start, you know, in disagreement about who the winner is. And I, yeah, just well, want to address y'all. Hey, hey. We look forward to seeing you guys tonight in the comments. Well, I, I'm looking forward to that. But, hey, Hawks fan, you might actually not look as delusional now because you guys, like I said, you guys did what you're supposed to do. You won a road game. Now the, the, now the court's on you. Let's see how you guys do yeah, in the but ATL. I really think this game is going to debate the direction that the series is going because I, I think I said this in the series preview. I'm not sure, but I thought it. Like, without Trey Young, like, Trey Young goes cold or he gets stopped. Which I saw people were like, oh, Simmons can't stop him, uh, Trey or whatever. He he was doing, he was playing good D on him tonight. Even Twitter was saying it. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, who's going, like, what I was thinking is like, who's going to become the shot creator and the scoring provider when Trey's having an off night? And yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm I mean, just saying, I know there's, there's a couple people that could, but are they going to, you know? Lou, there's Lou Williams. Could and would are two different things. Definitely would, man. Hey, see, you learned something new today with BTD. Could and would. Different words, kiddos. But uh, <laughs> anyways, guys, let us know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, let us know in the comments what you guys think. And if you want, you're you random Bucks fans that uh, that want to be in my corner, then yeah. yeah. Sure. For sure, we're going to get some comments that like, these yeah. guys are just running on the game too high. Which yeah. maybe, maybe. Maybe. Either but, way, man. Um, Watch. Appreciate either way, man. Appreciate all the love and the hate. You guys already know. Oh wait, you. keep in mind now. Embiid not an MVP one. I'm sh- uh, that MVP one. Not a Jokic one MVP. That's another thing. Players have that chip on their shoulder. You know what I mean? They do. But and I, I'm telling you, that's gonna low key. Now I'm gonna say it's a main factor, but it is going to low key influence it, Embiid's focus for the is. rest of the series. Actually, and the playoffs. good thing you brought that up as well with this injury that that um, Embiid has. The longer the series, the 
the less beneficial it's going to be for him because to compensate for his meniscus his other body parts are going to have to like you know yeah. overexert take over and the load yeah. yeah exactly and he's going to start breaking down take that biology 101 on BTD yes sir <laughs> but anyways guys uh, catch us on Twitter TikTok and all podcast streaming for us such as Spotify and Apple we'll catch you guys soon for now take later. care